Taylor. U.S. Army Ranger, Black Ops operative, decorated marksman, improvised weapons expert. Are you still in the military? I was discharged. Unauthorized heroism. They call it an army of one in the ads, but they don't mean it. Unless they mean the whole army working together as one. But they certainly don't want one man out there kicking ass like an army of one, which is the way I took it. As a bodyguard, I've protected three vice presidents. Bobby Brown, Sylvester Stallone, not as tough as he looks. My name is Adam. And I'm Melissa. And this is Below Freezing, a podcast in which we talk about films that have a Rotten Tomato score of 32% or less. And if you could if you couldn't tell from Melissa's very professional tone there uh, on her name, we have a we have a guest. So she's uh she she's she's presenting, she's she's got her game face on. Yeah, I also had two earphones in and I didn't know if I was talking loud or not. Oh. That's why I just took one out. Oh, I was like, no, you're, this... you, yo, we can hear you. Okay. Would you like me to turn up your the volume on your mic? Yeah, that would be good. So you can hear? Yeah. Can you can you hear? I can hear, yes. I just <laughs> didn't know if I was like, and I'm Melissa, like really loud. So I kind of pulled it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, we are off to a great start <laughs> on this Drill Bit Taylor episode. Our guest today, you've heard on, I still know what you did last summer. And most recently, on one of our most listened to episodes, uh, Color of Night, that would be Grant Z. Grant, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back on. And that's uh, that's really great news thing when, that the um, Color of Night episode is the most, one of the most listened to. That's a really honor. You know, I, I, it was somewhat recently, I was going through, I was, I was testing you on like what our top 10 plays were because I didn't know and I was just looking through. And Color of Night, I might even be a top five, to be perfectly honest. I think it's, uh, no kidding. it's yeah. one of them. Um, and great, just great, I'm honored. Great, un- great, unfortunate timing too with everything going on with Bruce Willis lately that we have, like, yes. where we're not ragging on him. You know what I mean? Like, we're just having fun with such a ridiculous movie. Just, ah. Great stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like we were pretty lenient on Bruce Willis. I don't think we gave him, you know, we didn't give him the business really. No, no, no it, was that, it, it was that about, bed, and it was what the race. Car oh, the bed? race yeah. car bed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean, we talked about his his dick quite a bit, but that's about it. That's a compliment. That, to it be was perfectly a compliment. Honest. Yeah, I mean, that's no, that's sure, true. Definitely. Um. So so let's. I want to give you a chance to plug any of the the things that you're doing. Usually they end in the word cast. So uh, I figured I'd give you a chance to talk about your your stuff. That's true. Uh, best picture cast, worst picture cast. Those are what you can hear me on usually. Um, yeah. So for worst picture cast, Joey and I, who you know on uh, if you listen to One Thousand and One by One, which you should, um, he and I we talk about horrible movies that we love. We just released our Tiffany the Doll episode with other 1001 by one host, Britt. And um, we're also going to be releasing Maniac Cop soon, which is a great one. And coming up either in April or May, not really sure when, we're going to do our X-Men movie rankings. 
rankings where we rank all 13 X-Men movies, uh, which should be a real, real treat. That will be a lot of good, a lot of bad. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, uh, and best picture cast, we, well, not me, but the guys that released their driving Miss Daisy episode pretty recently got unforgiven coming out, uh, parasite. So some really good movies to look out for. Oh, and I think we just found out uh, recently that Melissa and I will be back on to do uh, Out of Africa. Um, oh, that's right. We're teaming yes. up for another epic that's sweeping right. romance. Yes. So that I don't know when that's happening, but somewhere somewhere this season, I think. Because I, we're I, I the go-to romance couple, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you are you are the uh, you are the official couple of Best Picture cast. So. <laughs> I'm okay. With, are you okay with that? Yeah. So we are. We're here. We're here to discuss Drillbit Taylor, uh, the uh, Owen Wilson-led uh, comedy. Um, now, before I, so you know, a couple of st- stopping, stop and start points here, Melissa. What year did you think that this year, movie came out? Oh, I said 2014. Yes, I guess. Yes, did I guess guessed. correctly? You did not. No, you did not guess oh. correctly. No, it was 2008. Oh, 2008. Wow. Yeah, we were we were still in college when this movie came oh, out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and so and just so and I figured because you asked that question, you know, I was like, oh, well, let's let's kind of talk about this. So so Wedding Crashers and Cars. So this is 0506. This is where I think <laughs> Owen Wilson is like peaked. Yes. And then and then uh, You, Me and Dupree, which is a film that I think I've seen once and probably didn't like uh, that comes out. And then he's in the Darjeeling Limited, which is one of my least favorite Wes Anderson films. Oh, uh, that, that comes out in 07. And then we hit this. Uh, so in 2008, he is in both Drillbit Taylor and Marley Guaranteed and me. to Make You Cry, Marley and Me. Oh, yes. my God. I yeah. knew it. I oh, like that boy. movie. Um uh, so so th- so it's 08. Um, now now why did we pick this film? Well, it wasn't to be mean to Grant um, <laughs> at all. That's not why we picked it. <laughs> Uh, and it really wasn't to be mean to us. I guess I had two reasons. One, um, it, it's way different from Sharknado, yes. which is where we've been living lately. Um, and two, I, I bought it at the dollar store and figured, hey, you know what? It fits the parameters. Let's just do this movie. It was I bought it for a dollar twenty-five, and now we own it, and we can watch it whenever we want. So yeah, it's a it's good stuff, <laughs> I guess. Um, so uh, you know who made it. Who, who who's in it? I, I really can't wait to get this. Is great. So, Grant, hold on. Did have you done any? Did you do any research on this at all? Or are you coming in like mostly blind? Mostly blind. Great. Okay. Yeah. I love to hear it. So, um, our director here uh, is Stephen Brill. Now, Stephen Brill has made one of my um, my favorite kind of good bad movies, um, and that would be Heavyweights. The uh, Ben Stiller led camp. I love that movie. I love that movie as well. Have you seen Heavyweights? No. Uh, we'll have to remedy Never that. Heard it's of great. Heavyweights Never. is fantastic. Who's in it? Ben Stiller is well. He's kind of the lead, but there's not really a lead because it's it's kind of like this movie, right? Where it's about the kids, but there's a comic lead in the movie. Okay. Where all these kids think they're gonna go to a fun summer camp, but Ben Stiller is like a psychotic um, gym owner, not unlike who he plays in Dodgeball. Um, and he basically grills these kids. Uh, it becomes like a like a uh, a weight loss camp, but like they try to have fun. That it's a it's weird, but it's funny. It, okay. it's, I, the way I just described it sounds horrible, but it's, 
just yeah, sign no, me these, up. These kids, <laughs> the, yeah, these yeah, these these kids they, these kids they go to a weight loss camp, like a fitness camp, and they think it's going to be fun and kind of you know f- you know free and everything like they're going to have a lot of fun. And Miller takes over, and he's a complete uh, masochist. Yeah. And but he's he's an, he's also an idiot. It's it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> uh, but but Stephen Brill would also go on to direct um, a lot of Adam Sandler films. He would direct Little Nicky and Mr. Deeds, and uh, recently Hubie Halloween. Also to tie it back into Below Freezing, he directed uh, a couple of the segments in Movie Forty Three. Oh my god! Of remember course. remember Movie Forty yes, Three? Yeah, that was that. Oh, oh, oh that's a movie. Um, so this is though. Uh, well, good, good call. Good call. Probably not. Probably not. Let me tell you though, it's memorable. It sure is. <laughs> That's true. Um, Maybe not in the good way. <laughs> infamous. There you it's go. It's infamous. Yeah. Um. So yeah. this movie uh was written by Christopher Brown and Seth Rogen, but there's a third person credited on this movie as a story by credit. Now, this person was listed as Edmund Dantes, but that is a fake name. It's just a pen name. The original version of this script was written by the late, great John Hughes. Yeah. So of John Hughes of Breakfast Club, of Ferris Bueller, of Home Alone. Um, now, now the, the script did get passed around quite a bit okay. and uh, this, and also, I think he also did the same thing for made in Manhattan where he, the, the, the script was originally his idea, but it got changed so much that he kind of wanted to take his name off of it, not out of like shame or anything, right. but because it kind of changed. So he's okay. on there as a story by credit, but this is the last thing credited to him at all as a writer is, oh, wow. is this movie. So sorry, John Hughes, that's a bummer. Um, so yeah. before we keep going with the cast, I skipped over uh, a great part of the show where we ask, what are we drinking to get through it? So, uh, Grant, what are you drinking now? Did you drink anything to get through it? What do you, what are you, what are you sipping on over there? Uh, I did not drink anything to get through it last night. Uh, but I am going to drink something to get through this, uh, discussing it at length. Um, <laughs> so it's just nothing, nothing crazy. Just some, uh, just some Bacardi and, and, uh, seltzer. Some Bacardi and uh, like a ginger lime seltzer. Oh my, that that sounds way well. fancier than what we're doing. It already. definitely does, <laughs> especially when you <laughs> because, especially uh, when you hear about what Melissa's drinking. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like Adam. I I have been very boring recently, and I've just been drinking my Oliver um, blueberry blueberry Moscato, Moscato yes. for okay. the last like seven episodes we've done. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the liquor store today. I'm going to come home. I'm going to bring, I'm going to get something for us, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to find like a theme, themed alcohol. Well, couldn't really find like a themed wine that matched this, but I did (laughs) go, he wouldn't drink, Drillbit Taylor wouldn't be drinking wine out of a bottle. He'd drink it out of a can. And I found a canned rosé called Man Can. (laughs) I love it. Rosé wine. Now, a few minutes ago when Adam was just talking, <laughs> I hadn't opened it yet, so I had to pop it open early. And let me tell you, <laughs> it is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be – I almost said I'm going to be choking it back. <laughs> that sounds bad. Is that bad? 
How do you say that? Is that choking right? it down? Choking it down. <laughs> choking it back. I don't really know. I don't. I don't. I mean, whatever. It's it's gonna go down. But <laughs> that's, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna drink it. Listen, I'm not gonna like it, but I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> here, here, here's here is the tie-in to the episode. This movie came out when you guys were in college, and that's very much a college drink. There you go. So like, yeah, it's gross. It's in a can. It's convenient, and it gets you drunk. That's all you. Need. Well, and I knew Adam wasn't going to drink uh, canned rosé wine, so I just bought him a sure. a a bigger can. Yeah. You, you did. I, so I'm drinking a uh, from Middle Coast Brewing Company here at a Traverse City, Michigan. It's their Hopfish Hazy IPA. I have had this before. Uh, I would say it's kind of kind of your run of the middle hazy IPA, but it's not. It's definitely not the worst. It's definitely not rosé in a can. So this, I'm, I'm sorry. doing pretty good. I just have to read this for a second. So it's called Rosé Wine Man Can. Awesome wine in a can. <laughs> sure. Man Can was born out of my desire for a simple, carefree, high-quality wine. I don't think this guy knows what high-quality is. I teamed up with my childhood pal, Frisk, whom I met 25 years ago at summer camp. And it just goes into the story about him and Frisk just creating rosé wine in a can. It's gross. I can tell you with almost absolute certainty, having not met these people, that Frisk has seen jail time. I think I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> taste this. It, I, oh, it tastes like a Bud Light with a rosé like flavor. <laughs> oh my god! It's like it's carbonated. It tastes. It just doesn't taste right. You like it? No, I don't. Doesn't well, it have like, like a? But why is there a dog on the on I, the can? Dog. What is happening? Is secret ingredient. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Anyway, hey, this is twelve point five. This is like something out of twelve point five. Whoa, nice. I'll be getting lit. <laughs> there will be a different this Melissa like by some, the end of this. <laughs> this looks like something out of like Schitt's Creek or you know like one of the local breweries, like one of the local wineries from Schitt's Creek. It's just <laughs> well, cheers, everybody. Oh yes, yeah. Woof. Here we go. Cheers. Clink. Mm. Ugh. That's the sound I'm going to make every you're, time I you're take You're not going to be finished. I'm taking that. the biggest gulps. I think oh, I will be finishing oh, that. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, so our cast. Uh, Owen Wilson uh, uh, leads as Drillbit Taylor, um, another recognizable person. Leslie Mann plays Lisa. She is a teacher at the high school. Uh, our three main male uh, uh, boy leads. Uh, we have Nate Hartley, who plays Wade. Troy Gentile as Ryan. And David Dorfman as Emmett. Our bullies are played by Alex Frost and Josh Peck. I'll come back to that in a second. And then some other notable faces. We have Danny McBride, who plays Don. He is sort of a a homeless friend of Drillbit. Um, the incomparable Stephen Root plays Principal Doppler. Um, Lisa Ann Walter plays Dolores. That is uh, Ryan's mom, who we found out last night was the nanny in The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. which I thought yep. was amazing. Um. And uh, then there's some some cameos, you know. Uh, Kevin Hart, Lisa Lampanelli are in this for a, a hot second. Um, UFC former light heavyweight champion Chuck, Chuck Liddell, Liddell. just yes. casually in the movie. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big sure. fan of that. Uh, am I leaving anybody out that that we should that we should throw? I, I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like big cameos, like David Koechner had a little oh, had a little thing. Yes, um, Matt Walsh. Yep, yep. 
Um, a, fun, a really funny comedian, Matt Besser, was uh, the co-worker with Kevin Hart. Um, he was the other guy at the pawn shop. Yeah, you. Uh, he's 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 really funny. The, yeah. David Keckner is is credited as frightened dad, and Matt Walsh is credited as not for pot dad. Um, so okay. you know, there you go. Just in That's case, right. in case anybody yeah. is curious as to who the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> um, so uh, accolades. He, here's a new one. I think. Melissa, are you ready? Oh, God. At the Young Artist Awards. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll start with the, they were nominated for Best Performance in a Feature Film by a young ensemble cast. They would lose to Kit, Twilight. Kit Kittredge, oh. which I believe is like the American Doll movie, I think. Oh, my God. Yes. Kit Kittredge. It was the, yep. What a stupid fucking name that is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was never I was never into American Girl dolls. Well, they were, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah, yep. They they were really expensive. They, so they sure were. Let they me were, tell yeah. you. Let's take a little trip down. <laughs> oh boy. Grant Buckle. I, <laughs> I I love I love it every time she does this. Let's go. Um, I always wanted an American Girl doll, but even the used ones cuz they were used were too expensive. So my mom got me my magic addict <laughs> dolls. <laughs> Megan, the redhead doll that I had was a, a, it was a magic addict and they had books, but it were total knockoffs. Like it was if I had the, had it today, my little sister completely ruined it, so I don't have that doll today. But if I had it in the books and we did a side by side, like it tried this this franchise, is that what you would call it? Yeah, this um, company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Tried to knock off the American Girl dolls, except they're they were all white. <laughs> Trying to knock off like you know the so just like if you put the books next to each other, they had similar titles, but then you were like, how does that work? Like, do you get what I'm saying? I don't have it. Yeah, I'd yeah. have to look. I'd have to like look it up. But anyways, that's what I had. I had a magic attic doll i'm pretty sure that's what it was called i i it i gotta tell you right there a terrible name but, a terrible name for a doll she it, it would probably be worth a lot of money these days i'm sure it would about about a tenth as much she as was American a, Girl a doll, redhead would, she had guess. a yellow <laughs> outfit i remember because i think that's how yellow became my favorite color i don't know <laughs> but, oh okay. i'm just telling you adam i also was like 13 i think when i first got this oh boy <laughs> oh boy sad I'm cool now. <laughs> okay, so so I believe to quote like you can't say that you're gonna be popular or defeats the you can't say that you're cool now. Oh, I tell my no. kids all the time I'm cool and hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Declare, declaring you're cool automatically makes you uncool. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. You, oh, you're gonna be you're gonna I be the that. exception I'm to the, the rule. <laughs> you're gonna flip the script. This amazing. Oh man. All right. Okay. I'll vouch, I'll vouch for you. <laughs> Thank you. But our... <laughs> oh, it's Melissa Coleman. Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but our our young Let's do your freestyle. <laughs> our young Nate Hartley as Wade won best performance by a leading young actor. Uh, so good for oh, wow. him. He took he took yeah. home the. Uh, I don't know what they're the young artist award there. The ya. He took home the ya. That award. was the the. Tall skinny kid. Yes, yes. That was How our... old is he? 
in this movie? Like, how old was the actor in this movie? Okay, you're gonna make me do math oh, now, I'm so but sorry. that's okay. No, no, no. This is again. This is on. This is par for the course. Where you just ask me right. a question that I clearly did not. How prep fast can Adam prior <laughs> to this? Uh, let's see. Ninety-two. He was born in ninety-two, and this was so he was sixteen. Oh, okay. So he's high school. He. So not that much older, yeah. He looked, um, he had the look of like I was like I, I would believe it if this guy was like twenty one, but he's playing. He was like a McLovin. Yeah, it's hard to know exactly. Yes, he had a very young (laughs) look to him, but was wise. Maybe is that I don't even know. Yeah, sure. Why not? So uh, the budget for this film, we're going to skip the, the guessing here. We'll save the guessing for the, um, the Rotten Tomato scores. The budget, uh, about $40 million. Opening weekend, made about 10 Ooh. Ooh. Uh, in the U.S., it made about $33 million, But worldwide, it made about 50 So technically, not a bomb, but not great either. Uh, it was the 86th highest grossing film Ouch. of 2008. Between number 87, definitely maybe, which I believe is a rom-com. I don't know if that's Kutcher or... No, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, thank you. Oh. Um, yeah. ha- haven't seen it. And Oscar, uh, a heavy Oscar contender that you're Doubt. Oh. Doubt. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. A play I'm very familiar with as I played Father Flynn when I was in grad school. Just Way put, to go. putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Miss. <laughs> and who was the best designer? Magic Attic Doll. You Whatever. you designed the show. I know. Okay. I know. You did. You did. A little shout out to you as well. <laughs> um, so I pulled. Um, I pulled a review. I I feel like I'm getting to the point now where if if I if it's either going to be Roger Ebert or Moira McDonald of the Seattle Times. I love uh, it. Just to keep it West Coast. Um, West here, Coast, best coast. Here's a little. Here's Sorry. a little from the opening. <laughs> A sort of junior prequel to Superbad, less booze and sex, more angst and punching, Drillbit Taylor is the story of a skinny kid, a fat kid, a dorky kid, um, and because they're skinny, fat, and dorky, and because they are brand new high school freshmen who make out, who make the rookie mistake of wearing matching shirts on the first day of school, they are brutalized by a pair of bullies, so what do they do? They hire Owen Wilson. Um, here's the, the part of the closing paragraph. People get punched out. Kids run into trees, somebody loses a finger, and lessons are learned in precisely the order you would imagine. Maybe I should have bought popcorn. The movie undoubtedly goes down better when it's partially drowned out by munching. <laughs> or drinking. So I don't think uh, I don't think Moira was a big fan of Drillbit Taylor. Doesn't sound like it, no. <laughs> now, this is the part of the show where Melissa, and possibly Grant, if he didn't look it up, can guess. I didn't. There we go. Okay, so... The uh, uh, the critical and audience Rotten Tomato scores. Here is the blurb. Owen Wilson's charms can't save Drillbit Taylor, an unfunny, overly familiar, bullied teen comedy. Uh, critical than audience Grant, as our guest, you can guess first. Critical than audience. Oh boy. All right. I'm going to go... Um, 29 critical... And I'll do 40, 41 audience. Okay, 29 and 41. I've locked it in. Okay. It's locked All in. Right. Melissa. This is close. I have 25 critical. 
and I have 43 audience. Wow, so, folks, this is a real the price is right barn burner right here. I oh gotta God. say, this is Ooh. this is close. So let's uh, so uh, critical. What did what did what did you say, Grant? So Grant had twenty nine. Okay, for critical, you 29 had twenty nine and forty one. You had twenty five. Yep, twenty six. So Whoa. oh, <gasps> you went you. over. Well, I went over. You won that one. So, I win that one. Yeah. So, and then. Uh, 41 and 43, yeah. 44. <gasps> you won again. Oh so, my God. But, but like, I, but Bravo, Bravo all around. I mean, it, it's expected <laughs> for Grant to get it correct. But for me, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Because you just, thought you, did you even write it down or did you just pull that out of thin air? He, he guessed he didn't do it. You know, that's what I'm saying oh. is, did he like really think about it? Or did you just right now go, Hmm, let me see. I bet well, you just I mean, went, hmm. No, <laughs> well, listen, knowing the show I'm going to be on, obviously I mold over a little bit. Well, right. What I'm, but, but, this isn't an insult. I'm just saying you're really good at it. I'm not. I'm like, I try to go How like, dare you? I, I try uh, to be like, what does Melissa think? Don't you, guess that. You try to, you try to like a beautiful mind it where you like see the numbers and you like try to make them work. And it, it you're looking at the patterns. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Oh boy, that's good. I like that. I'm gonna. We're gonna try to bring that back. Okay, so um, and I I kind of mentioned the the plot synopsis, I guess, in that title. I mean, there are three kids. Two of them you can tell have been friends for a while. It's the first day of their freshman year. They're trying to not be kind of the dorks that they are, um, and they show up wearing yeah. the same shirt, and they're instantly bullied. Um, Which and, is sad. And it's it's sad. It's not. And of course, in the movie, it's it's made comedic, and they don't really have anybody to turn to. So instead of going to their parents. Or a principal who listens, they hire a bodyguard who is actually, spoiler alert, an AWOL Army veteran who goes by Drillbit Taylor to protect them, who, of course, he's basically conning them until, of course, he has a change of heart. And ultimately, ultimately, everybody just lives happily ever after. Um, Sure. So, so Grant, let's let's start with you. Um. Tell us about your first day of high school. <laughs> <laughs> My first day of high school was overwhelming. Uh, no, um, I uh, I went I went to a small Catholic grammar school from kindergarten to eighth grade. It was the same. It was the same school uh, the entire time. Like the same like the same kids, and we didn't have lockers. We had like we just put our books under our desks, and I went to a bigger Catholic high school and we had like lockers and I had no idea. Like it was like my first time, like changing classes, classrooms, like going, like my, 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 my high school had three buildings. We had two academic buildings and a gym, three separate buildings. So like to kind of navigate that as a, you know, a scared 13 year old or 14 year old is, is uh was something but no i i didn't get picked on um i went to a catholic school so everyone had this thing on basically so that wasn't a big deal yeah uh so yeah no my 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 experience was uh very uh dissimilar from for these poor kids now what about you adam because that this my like one of my big first questions was whoa is this what boys 
have to think about or go through their first day of high school? Oh, that's a good, that's a great question. Well, I should say too that uh, I didn't I wasn't un I didn't unresemble uh, Troy Gentile as Ryan as a freshman because I was oh, a yeah. I, I was, was a like short I was like chunky spot on Adam, freshman Adam who could... <laughs> who thought he was a rapper he too back then. I really thought that I was going to make it. <laughs> the, the the matching hat and jersey combo. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a real thing. For oh, me. Okay. The, yeah, nice. yeah. That, I really I really did that. Um, you know, I, I yes and no. Here's the thing. Uh, I. The thoughts are there, but here's the thing. The where at least this is untrue for me is I would never call one of my male friends to be like, dude, are you excited about the first day of school tomorrow? I would be I would be shoving that fear down and then showing up the first day being like, Hey, what's up? What's Very up? healthy. What's up, bro? I'm just I'm just saying, I would never call a friend and be like, Hey, do you want to talk about the first day of school tomorrow? <laughs> I would never do that. Oh my God. That was just seemed so traumatizing what these boys were going through. Like I, well, and I, I, well, I don't want to get to that yet. I, now, because okay. now we have to ask about your first day of high school. Oh, first day of middle school, traumatizing. High school. Okay, did I ask about middle school? No, I'm just I'm saying. Just saying it, why, why would you bring that up? No, I'm just my like going from elementary to middle was more traumatizing than going from middle to high school. Like I was, okay. you know, I think for girls, you're in your awkward phase, like in middle school. So when you're transitioning from that like eighth to ninth grade, you have like found your womanhood. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Sure. You've grown out of the awkward yeah. stage and you're kind of now like, shit, I'm well, not the, not awkward, really. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you're me and I'm always a little bit awkward. <laughs> no, that that does that does track, right? Because you know, girls girls mature faster than boys. So when you're sixth, seventh grade trying to find yourself, we're doing in like eighth, ninth, tenth grade. Right. So it, it kind of it kind of tracks. Yeah. yeah. Like the only res- like when these boys got off the bus or when they saw each other before they got on the bus and they're in matching shirts and they had that oh shit moment. I literally mm-hmm. like my I I can relate was when I went from like fifth grade to sixth grade, the cool thing when I was in fifth grade, girls wore the stretch pants, but they had the like piece of fabric that went under the heel. What were like those the called? Saddle they were like, pants right, or yeah, something. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And I, I didn't get a pair until clearly the year they were no longer cool. But that is what I walked on the bus with was still in stretch pants with this and everyone's in jeans. I'm like, so I was like uh, made fun of because I was wearing like, you know, but it was just kind of like that moment where you're like, oh shit, I'm not wearing what apparently I should be wearing. Like I'm not in it. Yeah. yeah so that's you know, where, yeah. One thing this movie should have just said right from the top is like, if you made it past middle school, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Middle school, those are the worst three years of human existence. It is just, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You can't drive anywhere. But you feel like you're an adult, but you're just a 12-year-old piece of shit, and you can't figure out anything in the world. So, like, I, I there is a sense of, like, wanting to own walking into high school when you're a freshman, which I, I – the, the that sense of, like, okay, fuck it. It's, it's whatever. I'm going to walk in and just own it. That's there. I – we got to talk about bullies. We We have to at least a little bit talk about this. Now, before we launch into that, I, I have to say – that it is very funny that both Josh Peck and Alex Frost, they previously played 
bullies in teen movies. Um, uh, Alex Frost, I, I, I'll start with the more uh, traumatizing one. Alex Frost plays one of the school shooters in Elephant, which was like the first real movie yeah. to talk about school oh. shootings, which is a movie I am on record on. I fucking hate Elephant. Ian and I rip it apart on a thousand yep. one by one. Um, and then Josh Peck plays a bully in this good little indie film called Mean Creek, where he goes. Oh, my God. He has a Ugh. horrible monologue where he just rips on everybody. So there's these two movies that deal. They deal with it in a serious way. And no joke, like we've all seen this movie now. Alex Frost tries to attempt vehicular homicide on three freshmen. And what he yeah. gets from the principal is like, ah, you're good. Uh. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that they need these adults to not do their jobs to, for, to push the plot along. But... Every, like to the degree of which everyone has their head in the sand is ridiculous, and it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And that's where, so I think the thing about this movie that really like has me baffled is that comedy it needs to pick a side, right? It either needs to be really true to life, and what makes it funny is it's kind of how 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 true to life it really is, or it mm -hmm. needs to be like. Anchorman, right? Absurd or Borat. Like it needs to be so far the other direction that you realize how ridiculous it is. Mm. But this movie does something awkward, which is it tries to be both. And it, it doesn't really, since it can't commit to either one, it doesn't, it really yeah. isn't that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <Nothing. that> <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. It, I mean, <laughs> I didn't take a lot of notes in this movie because it. I was trying to understand what this movie was really trying to be. And I think that's where I should have not been trying to focus that hard on like what this movie is trying to be. Um, because, I, yeah, I was like, is it trying to be a what is it trying to like hit on? Like, you know what I mean? Like there, there wasn't like an yeah. actual point it was trying to like address. It wasn't addressing bullying. It wasn't addressing, you know. Uh, what is it? Kids growing like. Well, well, it wasn't about like puberty. It wasn't right. about it wasn't about how you handle a bully. It certainly wasn't about how to get a girl or well, really, or like, like or like the the consequences of just leaving the army. You know, it just was like it was. It, it, oh, I don't know. And it's like, and you can see yeah. where the the John Hughes kind of like pretty in pink sixteen candles plot is. It's in there somewhere, but then it gets and, and then you can feel where Seth Rogen kind of steps in and like helps like does a pass at the script because yeah. it, again it's blending both of these kinds of, of comedy. Well, and so I I I I think I was pretty invested for a good chunk of the movie, just really trying to like learn who these characters were, what what's going on, what what the obstacles in their life are. And so, yeah, seeing, like, their first day of school, seeing these boys get ready for the first day of high school, I just, that's, I'm not a boy. I didn't have to go through that as a boy. So I was really intrigued by that. And then meeting the 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 characters. Now, I have to say, Emmett, I'm in love with. <laughs> From the moment he showed up on screen, getting shoved into a locker, I <laughs> wanted to just grab him and hold him and tell him life and everything's going to be okay. 
I also wanted to punch those two bullies in the face and kick them in the crotch because sure. that's not okay what they were doing. Um, yes. It. I was also really pissed at just how complacent every other student was just like, eh, <laughs> let's just let this kid literally get like but, tossed like a rag doll. Yeah, that, I thought, by the way, the, them pushing him into the locker, I was like, they're going to break his neck. They're, I was so, that's the most tense I have been in a movie since, <laughs> uh, what did, Banshees. Oh, well, let's, that, that's, that's I'm good. just saying, yeah, but you, it was like the most tense I've been in a long well, not really a long time. That was just like a week ago. <laughs> well, but, I, but you know I, 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 got I, mean? you. I got you. It, I just felt for this character. And so I loved him. I wish we would have really been able to see more of Emmett, to be honest. Because... Well, and there clearly is a, a side plot where Emmett ends up doing all of the, the high school musical productions. As he clearly oh God, has an rent, affinity cats? for, for musicals. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, wearing the wearing the cat shirt, the rent shirt. Yeah, you know, kind of dancing around. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, this this movie doesn't do a very good job of, like you said, to decide what it wants to say, what it wants to be. Uh, there were a few points in this movie where I where I legitimately laughed, but it was nothing involving, not really involving the high school stuff. It was it was kind of like well everything that I left at was the absurd part of it. Yeah, and I, I just wish they kind of just leaned in on that. But I, I guess that's that's part of it. Right? Where how there are no teachers around at all. I guess that that lends itself to the absurd nature of everything. I don't know. Well, in in a in a world where this guy could just walk into a high school and just become a substitute teacher. That's true. All you need to do is carry a cup of coffee and then everyone thinks you're. Oh, oh my God. God. I love it. And then the official. next scene, you've got all those guys literally just in the teacher's lounge holding a cup of coffee. Well, and I did laugh at that. I thought that was hysterical. When Danny McBride says that because what <laughs> Marilyn Monroe wouldn't have sex with Fidel Castro. That's how like. The, the Cuban that's movement. why JFK got shot. That's is what he said. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, that's so stupid. I'm, I no, think. Of, of, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, a part that really made me laugh was when the first time you're talking to Owen Wilson and Danny McBride and they see the street performer. They don't, you don't see him. You hear him. And he's playing on the watchtower. He's like, oh, you know, what's great is that he kind of looks like Hendrix, too. And it's like this Asian teenager. <laughs> and that part got me bad. I, I don't because it, it was so that because it was so absurd. Yes. And it, it did. It did feel like something like Step Brothers it, or it, something like that. It yeah, was, it was good. I, there's a great. But, but there a, were quite a few of those kind of lines, like planted yeah. throughout the movie. That yeah. Yeah. There's a great. There's a great sight gig with the first time that Owen Wilson is in the teachers' lounge and he's trying to steal the Tabasco sauce. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah. putting it in his coat pocket. I'm like, dude. I, <laughs> Like, I don't know what you think you're what the street value of Tabasco sauce is, it's but true. I I appreciated the the attempt to try to take it. Yeah, he's 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 pocketing like packets of Splenda. He's like, oh, did you catch Grey's Anatomy last night? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great. This, but okay, so we're seeing the bullies pick on these three kids. Um, yeah, and the lengths that they go to just 
pick on them. I was, you're right. Like, where are the teachers? I just couldn't believe it. And like picking these kids up and having them pee on each other. Um, <laughs> or what was it? Pouring drinks on his laptop in the library. Well, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Oh, pantsing them in the halls. Like I, pantsing them. I actually was like that. I could see somebody running up behind you, pantsing them and running on, but like that's part for the course pouring yeah. like soda on, like there were just some things I'm like, Holy shit. Well, and what? What? And again, this goes back to like the, the realistic nature versus the absurd nature. Cause clearly this is all pretty absurd. The closest I ever got to a high school fight, I'll keep this short. I promise there was a, there was a kid in my freshman year who at one point, um, a, a, a bottle cap, I flipped a bottle cap and it hit him in the face. He got really pissed. It was an accident. And he was like, he came up right in my face. He's like, I'm going to fight you. And I'm like, okay. And then the next day I'm in the bathroom and I'm, I'm using the urinal and he pushed me into the urinal <gasps> as I was peeing. So I got like mm. water kind of on me. And then I turned and he made a big show, right? Cause there's a lot of people in there, but he didn't take a swing. And then after that day, nothing happened. And it's like, here's the thing. Like, this like blood feud apparently between uh Filkins is his name, the Alex Frost character and Wade. It's yeah. like what what and we gotta get to the thing you want to talk about soon, but like what happened to this kid that he is so and I don't know, like so fucked up that he has the earth the 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 like it's a necessity to harm other people. Right. Well <laughs> Phil, yeah. Listen, I'm I'm sorry, Phil Filkins is uh, one skip therapy session away from becoming a serial killer. There's, there's no way he is not going to be a serial killer. He's well, just, he's a sociopath. He has a um, samurai sword apparently in the back of his car. <laughs> and, and then, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry to jump to the end, but he hurls a samurai sword at the kid, like going for his going to kill him like that was like i'm going to i'm going to kill you now, it was attempted murder yes now can i i just want to yeah. i just want to i'm not going to say who because you know this person but there was a person good friend of mine in high school who used to have a sword in the trunk of his car i just want to put it out there don't say the name oh i don't know if i know well okay like the person i've known like well, oh yeah. so okay. anyways yeah so like again that makes the sense. sword <laughs> thing doesn't like <laughs> but like he never I, I never saw him wield it at anybody but that's crazy now what what kind of sword was it was it like a king it, arthur sword or was it like a katana it was like a katana what, what, what yeah talking? yeah okay but okay but i think i in my in my trunk i i had maybe like a like a bat or something like that but not a sword i i had a bat too yeah. It was all for show. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what you I have in the know. trunk of my car? You never know. Baby wipes. Uh, a, a ba a, an attic. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's a crazy attic, girl? What is that called? <laughs> crazy. Na magic attic. You know what? I think I'm saying it wrong. I will. It, I would ask Adam to look it up right now, but I think he... Well, no, but see, but, but you still haven't brought up the, the term that you were unfamiliar oh, with. Oh, emancipated minor. When they talk, then yeah. when they were talking about the Alex Frost character being, he has no parents here. He lives by himself, and he's an emancipated minor. And I was like, "Is that Wait. a thing? What?" Wait, this this just dawned on me. How can you be eighteen and be an emancipated minor? 
Well, that so yes, I, he must have turned eighteen in the movie in between the moment where or, the principal said emancipated minor. And there, it does Maybe. seem like it's a history though. But I and so it the, and I agree. Like it was not a term I had ever really heard before. Now it's a state by state basis, but apparently, like in California, to declare emancipation, you can you have to prove all these things. You're at least fourteen years old. You do not want to live with your parents, and you can handle your own money. That that's California. In Michigan, you have to be 16. Um, and so, and obviously, this kid's situation seems different because they're like overseas. So maybe there's just something going on. But like, I, I weird. Th- th- there's a reason why, you, you, like, my house, my rules, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and now that now that we're parents, it's like I I can imagine being 14 and being like, "Fuck you and your rules," or like whatever. But Oh my God, you're dumb at this age. You're yeah. a fucking moron. Yeah. So like the fact that this kid is yeah, you can't. Ugh. No, and, and like either either the the parents got in trouble for like tax evasion and fled overseas, <laughs> or like they just hated their son so much. Probably. And not. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, like it make it makes sense that this kid whose parents are across the fucking ocean, that like that he is the way he is. Now I would like he's a complete psycho. I would like to say that magic attic dolls are a real thing. Do you see Megan? They were produced between 1994 and 2004. Megan had a yellow dress. I just remembered Megan. Hold on. Megan and Megan, the movie that just came out, Megan, the doll. That's creepy. Wow. Redhead. She was a redhead too. No. Uh, well, Megan, the movie's redhead? blonde, isn't she? Megan was blonde. Oh, the movie, she's okay. Blonde. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry. Okay, go on. Oh. Magic Attic. They're uh, right. <laughs> Megan. Uh, it looks like the cheapest one I'm finding right now on eBay is $70. Um, Magic Attic Club Heather is going for $595. Whoa, what was she, who was Heather? I don't know. She has a hat. She has a flowery hat. What? Blonde hair? Well, that's, that's no, what she's does a brunette. It. Oh. Anyways. Uh, so, I clearly didn't get Heather. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it's a real thing, real thing. Um, God, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to fucking go. Oh, uh, I we, have, oh, I have something. Okay. So these boys are looking for a bodyguard. Sure are. And they're set up in a coffee shop, and they are just their candidates are coming in that they're going to interview. Mm-hmm. Yep. Out of. From what we saw, mm. the, the the bodyguard people coming in, do you guys have like a, oh, I would have gone with this person. I would have gone with this person. Because let me tell you, the moment I saw Chuck Liddell, I was like, done. He clearly could kick anybody's ass and not care about it. But they go with, I just thought it was so funny who they, and obviously this is a movie and they have to go with. Owen Wilson's the one character. that they can afford, right? <laughs> but yeah. I was like, "Where? What were they thinking with the?" Oh, see, I would have gone with the Israeli guy who clearly has killed people before. <laughs> that would have been the guy I'm going. Yeah, with. that's that's if you have the means, that's when that's when you go with. Oh my god! You're, not only it's like the, it's it's like they never existed. Like it's the kind of thing where like if somebody whispers their name, that person dies. Like it, there's a trickle down <laughs> effect. With with that Israeli, yeah, Phil Philkins Philkins is long gone, <laughs> and, and Lisa Lampinelli's son too. <laughs> that was that was something I wrote in my notes. I said, um, let's "See, how how do I know this movie happened in two thousand eight? 
because Lisa Lampinelli's in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I should say there was another. Um, I mentioned heavyweights. Sean Weiss from Heavyweights and from uh, mm-hmm. The Mighty Ducks plays the bus driver. Yes. Uh, who's in it? So he gets what well, he says a few lines, but uh, but good for him. He's also in the movie. Um, yeah, I think I, he had he had a rough he had a rough go of it for a while. Yeah. I don't know if you. I yeah. I think he's turned I think he's turned his life around, but like he had a problem with drugs, and there's a mugshot of him. He looked he looked 80 years old. Yeah, I he just looked I terrible. To, I think I, I think to, he's turned it around. I think so. Yeah, I I think he has as well. But yeah, not yeah not, not so good there uh, for uh, for him. Um. I, I want to talk a little bit about the the romance. Oh God, between, the romance uh, between yeah. Owen Wilson and Leslie Mann, and I want to do it for two reasons. Uh, and that's and, the romance you want to talk about. I thought oh, we were going to talk about oh, the sweet, oh, I'm the sorry. sweet one that actually is like this he's, is nice he's trying to fight for Brooke. Well, because well, here's the thing. I like that. I, I like that he's he's I love when he joins the Asian Heritage oh my Club God. and she's like you're not Asian he's yeah. like yeah I am I just like it's like I like I think it's endearing and sweet it's stupid but like he's trying no like I don't I don't have any beef with that part yeah of the no movie. that was very cute yeah that's that's where you see the John the John Hughes influence yeah, yeah. big time for big sure time um but no I wanted to talk about Leslie Mann and Owen Wilson but mostly so I could say these two things which is that. Leslie Mann should just was not utilized correctly, but I want I, I want to go back to the um the uh, Rotten Tomatoes blurb where they say Owen Wilson's charms can't save Drillbit Taylor. I okay, I, Owen Wilson is not charming. I don't think he's charming at all. I don't think he's that funny. I think of that group of people, he is undoubtedly the worst, the worst of that bunch. Oh, I wanted to get that out. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I feel so much better. I, I, well, like, I, like Owen, I like Owen Wilson. I think, I don't think he, like, he does really well working with somebody, like, side by side. Yes. He's a really good, like, co, kind of, yes. like. Co. Been perfect. Or something. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. that's where he shines and is, I think, really charming. Well, on his own, I think. There, there are areas where he just like falls flat, or you okay. know, yeah. That's where I think his brother shines on his own. I I'm, think his I'm brother pro, is really good. I'm about, pro Luke. I'm yeah. pro Luke. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wow, I didn't know you had that strong a feeling. I just don't. I in life. Yeah, in life, I I don't really have <laughs> strong strong feelings about anything except for Owen Wilson, and uh, and now I've got the wow. platform to talk. No, I'm just kidding. Um. And I'm just gonna throw back this wine. <laughs> Oof, boy, I feel sorry <laughs> for you. Um, no, I and 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 I actually everything you said is spot on. I think he works well when he's co-leading something like a la Wedding Crashers, or when he's a part of an ensemble. And ensemble, something, that was the word I was looking for. And something for. smarter like like Royal Tenenbaums or something. Like I love, yeah. I love him when he's a part of a group. Yes. Yeah. But like this was just for me too much Owen Wilson. And I realize it's it's an Owen Wilson vehicle, but too much too much Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If well, you don't like Owen Wilson, Drillbit Taylor's not the film for you. It really, it really isn't. I don't yeah, know. And it's I not don't the one for you. I don't mean this as like a I'm not trying to shit on him because I do like him, but I think he shines and stands out in an ensemble than on his own, which I don't know if yeah. I've really if there's an I don't know if I've really like expressed that about anybody, but like really thinking about him and his career, I'm like, he stands out with a group of people. I think that's when he like really shines yeah. and like, but yeah, on his own, it's just kind of like, 
I, I love I <laughs> yeah like his his work I, I I don't think I've seen Darjeeling Limited but uh Life Aquatic I think he's great Royal Tenenbaums I think he's great but it's just he's working with you know an acclaimed director with a great cast so it's it's kind of easy for him to kind of get elevated in those but yeah I think I I do like Owen Wilson uh I, I do think there is a charm to him but uh, ultimately I do agree that he doesn't really serve as a lead. Well, and I just, I, I feel like there's, there's a possibility to either flesh out another character. So he's working with somebody that isn't just these kids, which, you know, nothing against the kids, but they're, they're, they're kid actors, you know, they're only going to do so well. Yeah. Um, but then I say that. And then on the flip side, this movie was an hour and 50 minutes. It, this movie was about yeah. 15 to 20 minutes too long. Yeah. It felt long. It definitely felt long. And I have to say, there was a huge turn that I did not see coming in this movie. And that was when I thought, well, okay, I have two points to hit here. His his homeless friends, when they, I thought they were like encouraging him to stay and help these kids. I don't think I was really listening when they were, when his friend was like, play it out or what was he saying like <laughs> like milk it, milk it. i guess i yeah. didn't i like you know uh did what i do best and just don't listen to the things i don't want to hear <laughs> i guess um just I didn't, tuned out yes tuned out i didn't hear that part so when they started robbing his house um i i i was like oh shit shit's about to get real i can't believe that they're doing this like i I didn't see that coming. Like that to me, I was like, what the okay. fuck? And then I was like, these aren't his friends. What? The, I thought he had friends. Like I thought Owen, like I thought they all like stuck together and like went and had coffee and hung out and like were friends, but they clearly weren't. My second point is I thought these were the most groomed and had a huge supply of clothing for, apparently homeless people like you know they just seemed they were the the script said that they were homeless and their words said that they were homeless but nothing about them said i'm homeless does that make sense yeah i i get it i mean it's it's listen i'm i'm a big guy too and like i mean danny mcbride's a big guy it's hard to buy him as a homeless guy unless he's just like freshly homeless well you know oh, what i mean like no, yeah, I, just, no I, I didn't I, mean I, by like them to be like skinny i didn't mean body type he had he had a no, different wardrobe devil? he wasn't wearing the same clothes in the scenes like they they seemed very like i, well, I gotta be honest danny mcbride's teaching ensemble i'm like i've seen teachers wear that like yeah. i'm like that's look good look good yeah i i, I think i think the whole the whole storyline between Owen Wilson and Leslie Mann ultimately has no payoff. It has no service being. They just cut the whole thing out at this point. Well, and yes, yeah. I, I mean, it, and they have like they have what they go on one date where she, they make her seem so desperate for love. That's just like, oh my god. I know. And then and then she's gonna she's waiting for him. When he's in jail, which of course he what he served what is it like a three week days? or something? Three, something three, three weeks, three, three weeks, yeah. weeks, something like that for uh, deserting. Um, we were just watching this show before we started recording, and I knew so. Um, 
Drillbit has has his his homeless friend crew, right? And uh, the black guy who was in there looked familiar, and I couldn't quite place it. He is in a skit on Key and Peel. You know the grab ass guy. Grab ass, stop ass, stop ass. He is the guy who transfers to the team who has like the the big butt that he just can't help but slap. Oh my god, (laughs) he is the guy in that. That's why he looks. Yeah, he's. What the guy from Reno 911, right? Oh yes, yes. I never watched that We've show, never, but yes, yeah. that's yes. Oh, it's great. Reno 911 is really, really great. Two buck chuck. Okay. Is that a brand of wine, or is that just a term? Isn't that like? I feel like that's Trader Joe's specific. Is it Trader okay. Joe's specific? Yes. Yes, Trader Joe's. Yeah. Two buck chuck. Yes. Is it two dollars? I think it's just a, yeah, it's two. It's a, it's a group of wines that are two bucks. Now, wow. apparently, it's it's from Charles Shaw Wines. Um, it is a Trader Joe's thing, and at least as of twenty twenty, it is still two dollars. Um, the real okay. reason Trader Joe sells two dollar wine. Um, I'm not going to read this article, but apparently, and this article was written two weeks ago. So, uh, it seems like two buck Chuck is still. Two bucks. I was just wondering because I was oh, like, I don't blast. think I've ever tried two buck chuck. And then I was like, is that just a cheap wine? Because oh, I've had it, plenty of cheap wine. <laughs> this makes sense because my, it's it's Charles my, my Shaw, grand- Charles Chuck. I okay. get it. All right, we're there. Yeah, my my grandparents swore swore by it. Oh, they used yeah. to love it. Yeah, and uh, my 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 granddad used to make his own wine, things like that. So over his later years, he became a real wine guy, and he loved the two buck chuck. Oh, I will have to Wait. try that when you mm-hmm. go back home. So, we'll have to, do they have a Trader Joe's the, the, here? The, oh, here, not not oh, by us. I know, not by. There's us. nothing Nothing's by us. us. <laughs> we live in the middle of fucking nowhere out here. Um, <laughs> nothing against nothing against where we live. <laughs> um, and then I mean, the, I mean, there's there's this epic fight that happens that again is just I love the that like it all. Owen Wilson needs to hear is that the kid is 18 and then he could just like demolish him. That's just what he, that's all he needed. Oh, I loved that. I was yeah. like, yes, <laughs> because isn't that what we all really wanted? We just wanted that kid to get his oh, ass for kicked. Sure. And the moment somebody was like, wait, he's not 18. I think I said, I knew it. I think I like yelled that when we were watching. Cause I just was like, there's no way this kid is not 18. Yeah, and of course it's, it serves a plot for him to not know this until later on. Right. Where, where it'll, it only happen at the climax of the movie. So I... I, don't, I, I, I realize I wrote this question down, and, and now I just want to ask it because I, I wrote it down. Does anybody care about Drillbit? Like, like, honestly, does anybody care about this guy? And, like, the movie doesn't even do a good job to get us on his side. At one point he goes, yeah, I basically just left the army. And like, that's it. That's his story. That's all we hear. <laughs> like, so, so you, you are, you're really only here because you, you ran away from the army, which I believe is a felony. <laughs> I, it has to be right. <laughs> I, I think if you, I think going AWOL is a felony. <laughs> It's he's. Are you looking that up? I am. I certainly it's, am. It's okay. definitely an underdeveloped character and plot. <laughs> I feel like. Although I have uh, to yeah. say, 
I, I wondered where he showered. I was glad they showed that scene. I was happy to know that he showers right there, <laughs> naked. Uh, that is, I mean, I, yeah. How is how is he not arrested daily for indecent exposure? I. <laughs> he's he's tech, I mean, like technically, he should be a a, a sex offender or registered sex offender. Oh wow, oh. that's that's a yes, that's a good point. That's a, that <laughs> yeah. that that is. Oh that's, my god. Um, and so, he's just walking into schools teaching kids just you know yeah so there's... i mean I, he's not like, like yeah he's not like a, a a deviant but like if you're if you're showering nude in public i think you would end up on a list somewhere yeah so there are i, I will keep this brief uh because i'm not going to go on all this and and great you could ask some of your lawyer friends about this because i know that there are a few of the bpc crew but there's a difference sure. between uh ua which is an unauthorized absence going AWOL, and then desertion so those all have different things with them but basically if any of those lead to a dishonorable discharge uh it usually comes with a felony level conviction so Th there you didn't he say he was dishonorably discharged or did he just say no that? he said something about uh what? no but what did he say he goes uh i was i was uh i was dismissed for unauthorized heroism which <laughs> was another oh one of those God. lines which is just so fucking yeah. stupid um but no he he just uh, by the end when he's talking to the kids he that, goes yeah. basically he, he says that he went awol oh my gosh he that's not even awol that's that's desertion like he literally left his like his platoon and flew back to the States. And yeah, he hid like, in the cargo. That's yes. He hid in the cargo area of a, yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's just, that's desertion. I always, I forgot that I forgot what AWOL stood for. It's uh, absent without official leave is what AWOL stands for. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Yes. God. Oh boy. We're, we're getting down to the real nitty gritty here on drill, but Taylor discussing what acronym uh, AWOL stands for. That's amazing. We are, we're there. Hey, listen, you know, we're, we're, we're here to, we're here, we're here to teach. <laughs> you know, I know it's your spring break, Adam, but you're, you can never stop teaching. I, 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 it's a, it's a platform of professing that I can't let go of. I just need, I need, <laughs> I need, I need it. So did any of you have a savior of this movie or? Well, I know yours. Oh, Emmett. Yours was Emmett. Yeah. Oh my God. I love him. I actually, I know Emmett doesn't say this line, but I have a favorite line <laughs> and I have Emmett. I just love Emmett. I just want his face on a shirt. He's just cute. Um, <laughs> but I actually thought of, I heard this line and then I thought like I, when I heard the line, the image that popped up in my head and then I was like, I need Grant to make this. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning, it's one of the first lines. These boys are talking about school and they're really like nervous about going to high school. And one of the boys, I don't know who says it, but he says something like, dust your nuts, which I've never heard. <laughs> but in my head, I picture a chipmunk with a broom <laughs> dusting nuts. <laughs> sweeping off nuts. Sweeping nuts. Sweeping and I acorns. just, again, I was just like, what a cute, I like, mean, I you... love that line, dust your nuts. Like, I feel like what I need to do is I need to be like, That's when amazing. I'm cleaning, I need to be like, Adam, I'm dusting my nuts. I don't know. No, but think about it. Hibernation is a long time. It's spring rolls around. They haven't eaten. They got to dust off the nuts. I just, you know, there I, is something. You got to dust those nuts. But it was funny because I also, the other day, I said something to Stella. I was like, 
Stella, what if we, I don't know, we were driving and I was just saying weird things like I do. And I was like, Stella, what if we open a cleaning business one day and we call it Melon Stell's Cleaning? <laughs> Remember I said that in the I, car? I certainly do. I hate to bring my daughter into this, but it would be Melon Stell's Cleaning Company. And on the back, it would say, we dust the nuts. <laughs> I don't, and then you've got a little squirrel dusting. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I I don't think I mean. <laughs> would I, you, if you're flipping through a phone book, do people do that? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. really gonna hit. You're really gonna hit the Gen Z crowd there. When you're yeah. flipping through the phone book, would you not see that ad and just go, "Ah, I'm calling Melon Stells." <laughs> I, I listen. I bet you there is space on the white pages you can rent. <laughs> At this point, I think they're just giving space away. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. I just dust dust the nuts. I'm going to dust the you nuts today, Adam, and that's going to be term for me. I'm going to clean. You got to D those ends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, all right. I'm I'm done. No. I'll let you guys speak now. No, I just I there's a line. God, pull, well, the mom goes to wake up her son who is sleeping naked, by the way. And I he says, I don't like elastic squeezing on my ass while I sleep. That that was his line about why he sleeps naked. Good for him. Oh, I'm just saying. It, there was a line that stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, do, Melissa, do you want to ask your question? Oh, no. I want to hear. Does, do, you have, do you have a savior? And then. Oh. Oh, sure. Um, I, th- I think my savior, my savior is Stephen Root. Um, what, when, when in doubt, go with Stephen Root because I think he's, I think he's wonderful and everything. And even though I completely detested his character, I, I thought he did a, I thought he was funny. I thought he was, I thought he did a good job. Oh man, those are those are both great answers. I mean, truth be told, I don't have one, and I'm in full support of both of those. So <laughs> I, I'm just gonna throw my love equally towards okay. both of them. Fair. I'll take it. And more, and more specifically, I think I'd like I'd love to give a little maybe a little extra attention to Emmett's rent shirt. That's yeah. just a great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here we go. Final question. Well, not final question. Mm, well, but, yeah. Um Grant, what is one thing this movie is missing? Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think not not even like direction as in the director, but just like a point of view on what they're trying what like what what side of the curb they want to be on. I, I think they I think they don't know exactly what they want to do with it. And that, and that ultimately is what hurt what's hurting the movie the most. I, I well I like it as an answer because it kind of goes with mine, um, which is uh, a different male lead in the movie. Um, now I don't know if this movie is inherently better. And obviously when you see, when you read something that people were considered to play the role, who knows how far they got in the process, but I'm just going to read the list of names as, as I see them here. So Jack Black, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Ben Stiller, Jim Carrey, and David Spade were all considered to play Drillbit Taylor. Now, there's clearly two in that bunch that, I mean, it's a worse movie if it's David Spade or Kevin James. Um, oh, oh, my God. I was going to say Kevin James. Oh. Really? Come no. on. No. no. Thank you, Grant. 
No. Whatever. Yeah, I, I'd believe it all you. a little more. How, how, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? See, to me, given the the kind of the physical comedy of it, I I think this has Jack Black kind of written all over it. Oh, I would love Jack Black in this. Well, here you go. Let me tell you mine. Grant, I agree. Direction. One of my last lines in the movie. La- one of my last lines. One of my last notes mm-hmm. was the storyline shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. just because I just didn't know, like, I was so confused where everything was going. Um, Adam, I agree. I think there should be maybe somebody else as the lead, but I'm going to kind of fix this here. My, what this, uh, movie is missing is Vince Vaughn, <laughs> but here you go. We have. Mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, playing Drillbit and Taylor. Get it? They're they're together. They're not like together. Like you know, maybe they are. <laughs> like they are. <laughs> One's Drillbit. That's his name. The other's name is Taylor. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> And now we have an ensemble, okay. and now we see the okay. best of Owen. Hold on, hold and we on. have Vince Vaughn, First of all, I get, who's funny. I, okay, if you're asking me, do I get that you're putting the names together? Yeah. Like I, I absolutely <laughs> do. What you haven't done is given Vince Vaughn a part in the movie. Who, who is he? They're that character, but like separately. Uh, uh, so they're they're both AWOL army vets. Like I, I don't. They left together. They left together. Maybe they. You know what? How about this? What if Drillbit, Owen Wilson, was the army okay. vet that hopped on the cargo plane to leave? Well, guess who was the uh, unpacker of the cargo plane? Taylor. It was Taylor who let Drillbit go. And Taylor got fired because there was cargo on that plane that he didn't, you know, write down. Sergeant Sergeant Taylor, official unpacker. <laughs> so there the you go. US so Army. you have Drillbit and Taylor together. In wow. I just I just helped them. I mean, Seth Rogen, you could call me anytime. Holy shit! <laughs> just saying. Uh, boy. Would that not make a better movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would. I would have to see it. <laughs> there would be, let me tell you though, there would be backstory. And right there, you have more backstory. Oh, perfect. What I I need I need 20 more minutes tacked onto this movie. That's yeah. already. We, we lose don't, the Leslie Man. We don't need this. We don't need to eclipse this 120 120 minutes. We lose the love relationship between Leslie Mann and but we don't lose her. She'll be you know what? Let's yeah, well, recast her. Maybe she she'll looks be, young. Maybe she'll be Taylor. I, How about this? She's Taylor. Well, I was going to say, she'll still be the love interest. but And she's young. She's good looking for her age. She easily could play. What's her name? I don't. The other. Brooke. Brooke. (laughs) And it could be the Scandinavian club. Like that's that's what it could be. She could be the love interest there. Wow. You know, when you just roll, the gold comes. I mean, holy shit. (laughs) I got I got to say I think I'd rather see that movie than what we got. <laughs> oh shit. 
Oh. Sponsored by Man Can. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's how we're going to pay for it. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I got to be on. Like, you know what? I, I wish I had more to Like, I truly wish I had more to say. But, like, I just, I, I just don't. Like, yes, there are some moments in the movie that are kind of ridiculous. And, of course, they make you laugh. I mean, it's not like the movie is devoid of humor. But it's just nothing nothing really works together it's unfortunate because i love it when you bring comedies that are that fit our criteria that i don't know i just feel like they they end up somehow being like these golden gems that people don't um one in particular that will always be like my favorite was and now i'm like having a brain fart the basketball what was it Oh, well, the, the Mr. Woodcock. Mr. Woodcock. We watch, have you ever seen Mr. Woodcock? I haven't, no. Oh, my God. It's, that, it's Sean William Scott, Billy Bob Thornton, and Susan yeah. Sarandon. Right. Right, right. Just, like, amazing. And I don't know. Like, I didn't know what we were watching until he pressed play. And when I saw the names, I was like, okay, th- this is going to be great. And yeah. I just was... um. I mean, I'm looking through. I'm looking through our list right now, and like, I, I, yeah, Mr. Woodcock, something like um, Showtime, where it's like it's Eddie Murphy Showtime. and Robert De Niro. I like, I like that movie. I yeah. like that movie. And, it's, but it's, for, for what it is, I like it exactly. I, I have a, I had a, a, a real personal gem, Best Men, that we watched, which oh I God. still think is actually a, a very a funny yes. movie. Um, uh, yeah, we have a lot of not funny movies uh for quite a while no well I, there's a movie on here i think is worse and that's it's called valentine's day and i really just fucking did not like that movie at all no that one's trash that's not a comedy even though, the overboard it? remake it's a comedy that i enjoyed you're thinking that. of valentine which we also covered oh yes but we did valentine's day you're as right. well yeah i don't know i don't know this was a swing and a miss i i I, yeah, yeah I, I, I actually, I, I like this movie more than I thought I was going to. Oh. If I, but like, if I never see it again, it's fine. Like, I'm never, I'm never going to go out of my way to watch again. I don't even know if I'll stop on it if I, if I it on TBS or something. But I think when I first heard this movie, I thought it was like very. I thought it was way more PG than PG-13 when I first like heard of the concept. So when I start watching and I'm like oh it's kind of like super bad light where it's you know it's not as bad as super bad but it's a little you know they, they they're not afraid to talk about you know more teenage things i was like oh okay i'm a little bit more on board and, well and i should and say that, go ahead keep going no 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 i mean that being said i wasn't like blown away by it but i was pleasantly surprised before we before we got on the zoom we, you know, we had some time. We were we were down here, and we we're like, well, let's 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 turn on because again, we own this movie. Yeah, we do. And uh, <laughs> we were like, let's see, let's watch some of the, the some of the random ass special features on here. And uh, two things, two things became very clear, at least at least to me. One, I hate the movie more having watched any of these. I mean, Adam definitely said that <laughs> he had to stop. I was like, let's keep going, and he's like, no, it's making me hate the movie even more. But what the, was the gut the 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 funny reels or bloopers? Oh, the or? gag reels. Like you'd think on a comedy, they, like there'd be some funny outtakes or shit. That's nah, not really that funny no, at all. No, nah. 
Nah, that's disappointing. And then there was a whole entire segment on the kid. Okay, so you know at the beginning when you have... So that kid wasn't even in that shot, babe. Yeah, he was. Waiting he was for the bus? At, yeah. I, I don't... He was standing at the bus. You know when the cur- the tall, skinny, gangly kid with the curly hair is at the bus stop waiting before the other kid shows up wearing the same shirt? You know the, that one yeah. kid that's standing next to him? With the cell phone? The cell phone kid? Yeah, Fuck. I think so. Sure, I have no um, idea. I don't remember anymore. Anyways... He and he po- he makes appearances here and there, you know, like little. He's, tiny. At, he's at the end. I think he's at the the. Ho- I think it's at the house party holding the cell yes, phone to yes, record it. Yes, that kid. That's him. So his yeah. name his name is Bill O'Neill, and his character's name is Dean. And there's a whole five minute featurette on this young actor, and there are clips. There are there are whole scenes that this kid was in saying funny shit. Funny that are it, it just directly cut from the movie. Like it was it was oh, almost really? like it was almost like you could tell that was Seth Rogen writing it. it like what there, he was saying. There's a scene. There's a first day of school scene where he walks in to give the principal a high five, and the, and Steve Root goes. Please don't talk to me. And it's like, it's like 10 seconds long. It's one of the, it would have been one of the funniest moments of the movie. We definitely would have been talking about it and it's not in it at all. So, so that's the answer for what this movie's missing. Uh, we're missing more of Dean. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And they were like, it was so funny because they're doing like the behind the scenes and they're like, his character's great. He just always does the punchline right at the end. And like, we don't, and then it starts showing these clips and we're like, yeah, this would have been gold. This would have been great. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Grant, do you have anything any any uh any parting words for Joe Pitt Taylor? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I think I think I think I'm all right. But he liked it. Think, yeah, no, I think so it's Oh, that's what I was at, gonna I was gonna time, say. Yeah, next so time was, we're at Dollar Tree and we see that yeah, we will get it and we will be giving it to you. So you could own your very own copy. Oh good, I can use some more coasters. <laughs> uh, that that's yeah. I mean we all we no, all could. No, listen, I, Adam Adam graciously gave me a few few DVDs over the summer. He gave me point break and he gave me the wild so I think I'll, I'm good with those. Okay. I don't need I don't need drill bit Taylor. Thank you very much. Okay, all right. Save, save your dollar twenty five. That's true. That's true. That's, that's yeah. good. We'll, we'll we'll buy something else. There we go. That's, we'll buy another only, shitty only, movie that you can come. Only, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you keep that, and then you're only seventy five cents away from a two buck chuck. Oh, so, oh, there we go. That's true. So there that's you go. True. It's a win win. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. So so Grant. Uh, the the last thing that we really kind of get to on the show is, uh, do you think that Drillbit Taylor was a good bad movie or a bad bad movie? Despite a few moments where I laughed, it's a bad bad movie. Melissa, yeah, I mean, uh, I I think I I would have to say it's a bad bad movie, but it's not. Like if it were ever on again, and I it was the only thing to watch, I, it, it's not like I would turn it off. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's not sure. one of those yeah. movies where I'm like, I'm definitely never seeing it again. It had its moments. If anything, Emmett, I'll I'll turn it on for that. You know, he he does have one of the good psych <laughs> eggs too, where he runs like full board into the tree. That was that was pretty I, funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's I would say a bad bad, but not like. 
really bad, bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are very varying degrees. It's, it's like a meh. I, you know, meh's good. Yeah, it, it's a it's a meh bad yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I, 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 I'm, and I'm there because. And it and it's funny because you know you get really funny people. I don't think we've mentioned. Did we mention Kevin Hart? Really? I mean, and granted, he's in one scene, but like, it's not yeah. like unfunny people were in the movie. There was definitely funny people attached, but you know, it was very, very brief. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's. I w- I guess I wouldn't if I was in a hotel room and nothing else was on, I'd probably, I guess, stick with drill bit Taylor, but it's all, yeah, it's what not the thing that I'm going room. to. What? <laughs> I said, what a boring hotel room. Well, I'm just saying like, <laughs> fuck, maybe, maybe it is. I don't mean the only thing, Whatever. but I mean, you know, like, is it this or is it like, well, I now have something to compare this movie to. And if I had to pick this movie or drinking any more of this man can, <laughs> I would say, let's turn this movie back on because Rosé wine man can awesome wine in a can is now, a bad bad choice. <laughs> I will say too that we like wow. I don't think we've ever openly shit on one of the beverages that <laughs> we've we but like man can is just I don't think so. We are just th- putting it through the ringer man right can? now. Man can talk about man can't. <laughs> man can't. You are you are just shoving this right into a locker. Like, oh. That's what you're doing. Oh god. I gotta say, man can, man can might be <laughs> the the wittiest thing you've said on the show. Wow. I love it. Man can more like man can't. Ah, oh, <laughs> I love it. I'm fucking all on board for that. There we go. Uh, so there, I mean, across the board, kind of just an underwhelming movie that could have been made better, but eh. Um. So Grant, uh, thank you again for for coming on the show. Um. Best picture cast, oh, best picture cast. Yeah, you can, you can find us on all the socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, although we don't really, we're not really too active on it. But yeah, uh, Instagram and, and Facebook, uh, Instagram and Twitter, get get at us. And uh, thank you so much for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. It's always, it's always great to hang out with you guys, even if it's remotely. <laughs> it's, um, no, just, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh my gosh, we love having you on. Well, and we love your images. I was you send just gonna say, I was saying, if you find us, <laughs> if you're listening to us, you're looking at a logo created by Grant. So that's, that's you're seeing, true. You're seeing his handiwork every time oh, you listen oh to our gosh. show. And then it's like, I want to say when you have free time, but you're, it's like, I don't even know how you have time to come up with some of these. <laughs> <laughs> images you said <laughs> but like well, you know when well, i do listen, say you inspire me Melissa. when i do say grant make i'm not re- it's just <laughs> i mean deep down i'm like grant please like make this and send it to me <laughs> but <laughs> i it's my that's my i listen it's not every day i can make a a great white shark with the stick with stigmata. With stigmata. Oh my God. <laughs> because it's holy shark. So I was actually talking to Adam the other day and I said, I need to get, like, I really need to collect all the images you have made. And I'm going to make um, below freezing stickers <laughs> of oh all God, of them. Yeah. And then I was like, we need to get Grant's address because I'm going to ship them to him. So he has them. And, and then I make Look Adam it. these, like, um, books like I decorate these like fun journals for him to like write uh you know his podcasting notes in and I was like oh my gosh I'm going to make Grant one 
for um, Best Picture cast, and it's just going to be all about below freezing. <laughs> I'll use that. I love that. I, lo- I love. I'm a, I'm a fan of the podcast. I'll, so there I'll you use go. Proudly, it will just. <laughs> You can't get away. You can. You. We're always going to be around now. <laughs> um. Listen. Sign me up. I'm for that. <laughs> um. Actually, yeah. Another another thing came to mind. If you if you're looking for uh designs that I that I make, um, you can find you can find out on find what I do on Exit Twenty Eight Studios, which is on Instagram and Twitter. Um. It's a shop through Cheese Spring. Uh. Through um. T Public. Nothing. Nothing crazy. But it's just a bunch of uh bunch of cool stuff so check check that out if you'd like i love yeah a lot of them are like the off like or how would you phrase it like brands or things referenced in movies but not necessarily like that's like a camp crystal lake isn't there like um um yeah there's a few a of, camp Bar- there's yes. a camp barrow t-shirt um like a woodsboro high shirt they're like they're not like movies that say like nightmare on elm street or or friday the 13th but they're like shirts that you would wear if you were in the movie, yes, like in universe, in universe stuff. I love. So that. yeah, yes. That, so yeah, it's gonna yeah. So so check it out. That yeah, that's a great plug as well. Um. So yes, best picture pass, worst picture cast, exit twenty eight. I mean, come on, throw, yes, throw Grant some love. Yes. Um. I love and, that. Thank you. And uh, you know, and yeah, we you, we're on socials and and podcast platforms. Clearly, if you're if you're listening to this, you 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 found us. We probably weren't that hard to find. <laughs> um. And so uh, this is also kind of breaking up the Sharknado uh, uh, series. So next next time you hear us, we will be on Sharknado five. I can't believe it. Global swarming, uh, and then and then we'll be coming to a head with the last one. So and then and then we'll we'll be out of the franchise world. But uh, yeah. So um, until our next shitty film, I am Adam, and I'm Melissa, and thanks for tuning in.